Hi and welcome to Andy Gorman Golf One Putt Podcast and we're here for round two, hole 18. That means we've done 36 holes, 36 episodes of the Andy Gorman Golf One Putt Podcast. And we're going to take a little break, okay? We are going to be having a little bit of time off, partly because the wingman has a new job. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the products that we've had. We're in the studio, as you can see. We haven't snuck off to Augusta, um, or even though we kind of feel like we should have done. Um, and we will do probably the next time we see you. We're going to have a little break. We're going to take March off. Um, that's primarily what we're going to be doing. Um, but we're going to talk today about Betanadi and what they're going to be working with us on. Um, well, working with me, because he's on. He's off, he's on his way. Um, great new opportunity for him, and I wish him all the best. I had to say goodbye in person. We've been in the studio here looking at new products, so it's not just Betanardi, but also the Duca del Cosmo range and the Galvin Green range of clothing, because I will be clothed in the very best products that I can get my hands on, uh, and gaming all the very best clubs as well. So stay tuned, and we'll catch you within a moment. So we're here today in the studio, we've snuck in, um, of course it's all above board and legal of course because we are allowed to do what we need to do when you can't do it from home. So we are here today, I'm here with Gareth, you recognise the face, you probably recognise the voice much more. Um, Gareth, welcome, thanks for coming over. No worries at all, it's lovely. It's round two, episode, well, whole 18. 36 podcasts we've done, Gareth. Couldn't have done it without you. Thank you. Um, mixed emotions today because uh, it's, it's a bit of a swan, but it's a swan song for you um, and a little bit of a sort of, we'll just hold fire at this point in time where we go in. But ultimately, um, yeah, we're, we're last of the series, we're last at this point in time. I'm not saying we haven't made the cut, all right, but we're not going into round three just yet. So uh, we've had a cracking morning. Um, but it's a bit of a sad one, really, because we we can't not do podcasts this week without talking about what's happened to Tiger. No, no, yeah. Um, and and <laughs> kind of ironic, really, wasn't it? You know, last week's podcast, um, I did say we'd be playing the Masters. <sighs> and Becky asked me last night, she said, you know, do you regret what you said? I don't regret what I've said. Um, you know, who could have recalled, you know, recalled it? I didn't feel that Tiger looked well enough mm. on Sunday evening when we were, you know, when he was being interviewed. And I stand by that. I didn't think. I, I did feel that he um, was under a little bit of pressure to answer questions he couldn't answer about his own body. But nobody could have foreseen what's happened, and it's very tragic. Um, you know, we don't know too much you know we are recording on friday ready for post to go out on monday so we don't know much at the moment obviously by the time we go live with the podcasts we'll probably know a little bit more but uh, you know it's going to be a couple of years of recovery for sure and um, you know they're career, they're career defining injuries there's no question of that we do know that he's got serious leg injuries so you know tiger we just say you know get yourself well the golfing world you know are talking about you we all love you and you know, ultimately, we want to see you back as soon as 
your body and your mind allows you to do so. Um, you know, you are always missed when you're not playing golf and, um, you know, we wish you all a speedy recovery. Um, there will be a lot of Tiger reminiscing, I'm sure, going on yeah. all over the world. We've already seen it in all the social media platforms, but we do wish you a speedy recovery and we want to see you back uh, as soon as possible. But again, you know, in your own time. Um, interestingly, we've done a bit of testing today with, a, mm. with, with some product, which of course Tiger is very familiar with, which is the Bridgestone Golf Ball. Um, we've done a little bit of short game testing you know, sort of uh, watching what happens to the spin of the golf ball on short shots, uh, testing a few new wedges as well. We can safely say that Betanardi uh, putters and wedges will be in the Andy Bowman Golf Academy uh, going into the new season. Of course, we've got a little bit of a heads up on it. That's, you know, last week we were talking about what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. Uh, it's a little bit sort of, you know, it's the end of March, we know that. Uh, and when the academy will be open, I'm really not too sure. But um, but you know, Gareth, I want to hand over to you mm -hmm. a little while. Let you you know sort of tell us what you're going to be doing because it, you will do it far more justice um, than, than I ever will. You're leaving Mediate. You're leaving me. Um, you know, for, I'm sure you're familiar with the work, even if you didn't really know what he did. But Gareth ultimately has been. My wingman, I've called him wingman, you know, all the way through, but he's been wiping my wingman on the basis that he's supported everything that we've done social media. Um, that's to some degree not going to change. We've got, you know, other sort of, uh, sort of alternatives in place. So you're going to continue to see what we see. Podcast was going to come to a natural sort of slowing down and, you know, have a, a little bit of a pause partly because we didn't know where we were going with regards to the new season and you know we want to be very current and fresh with that and sort of a little bit of a delay on you know coming back for round three but ultimately Gareth um, you're leaving Mediate in order to go to the PGA mm -hmm. so the PGA of Great Britain known as the PGA ultimately what's your new role going to be? So we're going to be looking after member education and training, coordinating. So not dissimilar to what we do now, supporting with webinars, supporting with online content, and really just to try and enhance the experience for the members, give the members a lot of kind of old school CPD opportunity, and you can do that in your own time as well. So the CPD is continued professional development, and it gave us as PGA professionals, which Gareth is as well, um, you know, the opportunity to further our educational knowledge about varying topics, not necessarily all obviously golf related to, to a degree, but things like social media development and how we get our businesses out of the dark ages and into what is now digital. Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what you've got coming forward, you know, going forward. But, you know, what do you see your new role? bringing forward, I know you can't tell us everything that you're going to be doing because you probably don't know yourself fully um, and I'm not, certainly not going to help you get fired before you get started um, by asking you a question like what would you like to see happen um, but ultimately you know, listen, there's nothing like controversy if Andy's not talking um, but, but ultimately you know what, what do you see in sort of daily role because you know everything has changed yeah exactly I think a lot more online based so using the new PGA learning platform and trying to put content out there that people can 
easily access. Mm. If that's webinars with leading professionals, if that's people from the business community, it's not just like you said, it's not golf. Might be looking at coach, other coaches in other sports and disciplines, just to support the members offering really and get as much out there for people while they're still at home or while they're trying to learn and develop their businesses to kind of focus their attention. Because like you said, it's still four weeks away until we kind of we pick up the, the golfing baton again. And yeah. we don't know when ranges, we don't know when stores can really reopen. So we're just trying to create as much content for fellow pros as we can. Mm, yeah, I mean, we've had an exciting morning this morning with Bet and Ivy here, the, um, you know, playing Bridgestone and looking at the product offering that they have and what we're going to be rolling out going forward. So again, you know, by, you know, another four weeks or so, we'll be putting posts out to say, look, you know, this is, you've had a little sneak peek as well, and um, those of you that are looking, but, you know, looking at the products that are going to be here and what's going to be coming in, still going to be rolling out, um, you know, with a Seymour, you know, as, as a you know, primary brand uh, here on the basis that, you know, Seymour's not going to go away. Um, you know, we're here offering, you know, quality products, but more importantly, it's about offering products that can be custom built. Mm -hmm. We've got to finalise our offering with regards to the wedges, um, you know, with Betanardi, but they are also available for custom build as well. I can buy heads, you know, and ultimately the shafts that go with those, um, you know, to be able to design wedges around your capability. They have a great lineup of wedges and uh, grind offerings as well. Um, not as big a brand, you know, in terms of, you know, well known for wedges, you know, but relatively new in the marketplace, albeit they've probably been doing wedges now for you know, sort of 10 or 15 years or so, but they're expanding that line you know, and creating a great looking wedge with different grind offerings, uh, 50 right the way through, two degree increments up to 60. You know, so great offering available for um, product and you know, ultimately be able to dial that club in. The wedges are so important. You know, we also, we have uh, Edison wedges, you know, that are new into the UK, they're new into the golf industry, they've only been around for 12 months or so. Mm -hmm. Now as a product, the designer has been around a heck of a lot longer uh, in Terry Colo. And, you know, we're looking at the, the feasibility from a standpoint of UK offering, you know, what can we do with the Edison wedges? A great lineup of wedges. And the idea is ultimately for me is to make sure that the wedges that we're offering, the putters that we're offering, are all custom built for the customer, not just a case of, you know, yeah, I'll have one of those because it looks nice. Does it grind to, to be able to interact with the ground to suit your game? Does it have the loft and the lie and the bounce angles and everything else that are going to be suitable for you? Uh, for me, that means more investment. You know, I have to be able to adjust the clubs for you, you know, when we put them out there. So we are, you know, they're looking at forged offerings, you know, to be able to to bring the very best of product in. And it's important that we get our wedges right. If we dial those wedges in, we get the right shafts on the right heads, with the right loft and the right bounce, you know, and the grinds, all of those factors are going to be, you know, critical to, to your ability to be able to improve your short game. They're a super looking club. Um, we've hit some shots this morning in here. We haven't hit full shots with them. Uh, obviously uh, in here because uh, well it could have gone into the studio but we decided that uh, the demo clubs need to still look a little bit pristine we didn't want to wear the grooves out just yet uh, and hit a couple of hundred shots or so with them 
Um, you know, so we haven't hit full shots, but looking forward to that, to putting those into action, uh, you know, into the short game academy in the spring. So, you know, again, uh, and then back to the putters. Ultimately, putter manufacturers that supply putters of 38 inches uncut into Andy Gorman Golf already have my ear. Any manufacturer who can only drop finished product at 33, 34 and 35, I'm not interested. I say that with the utmost of fervency but also sincerity. I'm not interested in the ability to be able to not offer custom build products to my customers who are discerning. You as my customer is a discerning individual and you come and walk through the door and you want that golf club to be custom built. You don't want to spend you know, two, three, four hundred plus pounds, dollars, etc. you know, by asking me to build something for you and then I have to cut a grip off and not be able to replace it with the same grip because manufacturers limit the supply. And ultimately, you know, I want to be able to supply the best putters with more importantly, the best build quality capability. When I can build the putter accurate to within a quarter of an inch and a quarter of a degree with premium brands and serious players in the golf industry who are concerned about how you putt as much as how their business grows, then you know, you've got my ear. So you know, Bettinardi's coming in, we've got Even Roll and uh, Seymour that have been in that order. Seymour have been with me now for nearly 10 years. And I say being with me as much as I've been with them. They are part of my family. I feel part of their family. You know, ultimately, we know each other very, very well. And for those of you that have not seen, I've been on the putting couch. They're, they know their stuff when it comes to putters. And it may not be a putter brand that rolls off your tongue with immediate effect. Um, the other brands may well be, but they make a premium product and give me the capability to be able to make the putter that suits you absolutely 100% with accuracy to within a quarter of an inch and a quarter of a degree. So, um, you know, check out the products that are available to you. Have a look online and then contact me to arrange fitting or a putting stroke consultation. Um, Gareth, have you got anything more to add at this point? I might throw a curveball at you in a second. But... Thanks very much. No, but I think really exciting times moving forward. I know this is almost like an end of a chapter, but as you've said, we've had amazing conversations with luxury golf brands who are going to be supporting, Duke Adal Cosmo, Garmin Green. We've got premium brands coming into the academy for the new season. And I think that's mm. really exciting. We both were like kids in sweet shops this morning. Oh, when a new product yeah. come in and we were testing and we were just waxing lyrical about the, the opportunities that are going to be going forward. So yeah, it's really exciting times. Yeah, you know, we, you know, that is one of the things, you know, I have to say a huge thank you to Galvin, uh, Galvin Green and Duke of Cosmos Shoes um, for supplying what you see me wearing, uh, you know, whilst we do these posts and, you know, for whenever I am attending any golf events, um, you know, I'll look as good as I will because of the support from the products that they're putting on my back and on my feet. So a uh, huge thank you for that. The golf ball that I gain is, you know, it's the Bridgestone, as you know, it's good enough for Tiger, it's good enough for Andy, you know, and, and obviously Bryson, as I've made the switch to the X ball um, for this season. So I'm looking forward to getting out and playing golf. And I think one of the biggest challenges that we've got 
is the frustration of not having had to play golf. I haven't played golf since, I haven't been on a golf course since the 1st of October, apart from walking the local golf course, <laughs> which I walk every week uh, with Becky and, you know, we just, oh, we're frustrated at looking at these golf courses, watching them develop and grow, you know, the local course. Uh, Southern Goldfield, I've got to say, you know, incredible amount of work that they're doing on bringing back the originality of the bunkers to the greens and, um, you know, probably get some snapshots of those once they allow us on the course with the, with the clubs. But um, just the incredible, um, you know, sort of redesigns that's taking place. That, you know, a lot of the golf courses that we know are not sitting down lightly, taking these lockdowns lightly. They are out there, they're doing the work. One thing I can say is there's no footprints, there's no mud baths, there's no trolley marks, you know, the golf courses are starting to look really nice and lush and green. They're still a little bit on the damp side, you know, we've had snow and of course that thaws, and then we've had rain, we've had a good bit of wind the last few days, that's dried mm -hmm. everything out pretty well, so, uh, you know, kind of looking forward to that. Gareth and I are going to get to play a bit of golf once we get a chance, um, when the PGA allows it to sort of get out of the office, mm -hmm. um, you know, so we'll be doing stuff. We will be bringing you some footage from our sort of attempts to play golf, having not played for over six months. a match. Oh, a match. a match. So, uh, yeah, that was the curveball I was going to throw, which actually <laughs> sort of the challenge of a match, and we'll put it out on, uh, on social, um, just to get a chance to actually see us out there on the golf course. Maybe probably testing some new product. Um, certainly, there are one or two clubs in my bag already. Uh, are there any new clubs in your bag? Huh? Yeah, there are from today. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yes. Like you <laughs> can share, you know, share where you got them from, but you know how you got them. But um, yeah, what, what will you be gaining this year? I think Tour Edge. I've been really impressed when, when you had the initial conversation with Tour Edge and Malding. And I just think I love the look of them. I love the profile. I, I'm really excited to use the new KBS shafts as well in there, just mm -hmm. to see how they compare to. I've got um, the moment the KBS um, um, tour, the 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 tour, the tour ones, yep. the steel ones. Yes. And at the moment, so it'd be nice to see that comparison. I've got um, very kind of sense of launch monitor the other day, and, and it almost like a, it's a garden one. I don't think it compares to GC Quad. But it will do the business, and I'll be back home. I think later on tonight, testing them and see how they go yeah, on. I think the difference between a two or three hundred pound monitor and a <laughs> twenty thousand pound monitor is kind of more than just a few noughts. But yeah, you know, but you will get some, you know, some interesting comparison. And the great thing is, it's comparable information. When we're looking at launch monitors, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to say this, you know, I, I seriously mean it. You, you know, we've we've seen some great ones. The one you've got is that's. Um, it's a voice caddy, like voice a swing caddy. caddy one. Yeah, so um, swing caddy, then you've got Mevo mm -hmm. in around that sort of four or five hundred pound yeah. mark. Um, there's a, a GPR, um, G, oh, PR, P, P, PR, 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 That's a couple hundred pounds, you know, really good value for money. And, you know, if you're still doing stuff at home and you've got your net, you know, then you can get some decent numbers out of those. Um, two, three products, you know, less than like two, three, four hundred pound, five hundred pound. Then you've got Mevo Plus mm -hmm. coming in at around the two, yeah, two thousand, along with Skytrack. Um, you know, the beauty about Skytrack is you've got simulation platform with it as well, so that you can turn your, you know, redundant garage or garden room into a swing studio and get yourself some decent numbers, but also be able to get yourself a nice projected image. 
And of course, then you head into, you know, the sort of five figure products then, you know, with flight scope and, you know, GC2, GC quad, Trackman, you know, we're right up there, you know, sort of 20,000 by the time you put all your software together. You know, so there's lots of ways that you can actually continue to analyze your game. And, you know, these are the things that, you know, we, we will go through testing. We've had Mevo in here, um, I've used FlightScope, um, you know, during analysis will be, I'll take my own numbers in now using Quad. Um, and of course, all the putting tech that we've got, you know, and, and yeah, listen, you know, hack motion, you know, in as well, which is giving incredible data, um, you know, establishing what works for a player, you know, in terms of hack motion is a, is a product that connects to your wrist. It's a phenomenal piece of equipment you know, on the basis that how it determines what you are doing at the point of impact, the putting, imagine, you know, being able to measure the amount of movement you've got in the hands. And we're not saying there shouldn't be any uh, movement in the hands, but you know, if there's a twitch going on, then it will show up as a spike on the screen. It's quite fascinating, you know, looking at the data that comes through and trying to replicate what it was like when I was mm, a bit twitchy. But um, yeah, it's really interesting to see how that moves and you've got visual images of the motion of the hands as well. You did, a few weeks ago, you did some PGA golf show. Mm -hmm. The virtual platform yeah. that, that we had, did you see any products there that, that sort of grabbed your attention? It's a really difficult one because compare it to when you've been in the past when I was there last year, it was so difficult to interact, so difficult to see products. Saw them a little bit over kind of Zooms and conference calls and things. But there was a, what I really noticed this year, there was a lack of stalls, there was a lack of exhibitors. I think there was about 250 exhibitors, where I think it was close to more like 1,800 when I was there in, in the flesh. But the one I, I did like, it's a bit quirky, by a company called Clean Flight Golf. Okay. So with COVID and everything that's going on, ball washers and things are out of the game. Yes. And yes. this is a portable ball washer. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird one, I know, yeah. to get your head around. Go check it out on social, but it looks like a sports bottle with a cap on. It's got some brushes inside the bottle itself. It's got a little cradle to put your golf ball in. Up and down, jobs are good, clean golf ball, but it's personal. So you don't right. have to kind of, because again, we don't know when ball washers and things are going to be back in I mean, play. It's the reality of golf, playing golf, isn't it? Yeah, so that was a quirky one, it was a different one. I was intrigued to see the kind of new products from the, the manufacturers, but then when you watch the reviews from people on social media or on YouTube, there doesn't seem to be that much of an incremental change this year. I know even some tests have done, compared to five or six year old drivers, and they've got better numbers out of the older driver than they have the new driver. What, what do you think about that? What's that all about? Well, it, you know, I think there's, there's only so far so much that manufacturers can do with the product based on regulations. So, you know, the COR, the driver, which is the, the sort of trampoline effect of the face, puts a restriction on. And, you know, I think manufacturers, you know, are they almost trying to reinvent the wheel? Mm. I think that's very much where we are, um, which is where I think, you know, now we talked about it very, very briefly a few months ago when we. You know, we talked about the um, Cobra mm -hmm. uh, printed putter. putter yeah. um, I was talking to a fellow last week about a, you know, printing putters uh, to be able to look at designs, and I think it's definitely somewhere we will go. 
Um, interestingly, you said that the resilience of them, um, you know, they, they're kind of brittle. So the printing metal, you know, elements of things are, are, are diff not quite there yet, but it's great to be able to see mm -hmm. all of these sort of innovations. But when it comes to drivers, you know, the, the engine of the club is the shaft. And so, you know, that there are restrictions on what the head can do, but, you know, what can that shaft do? We've seen the autoflex, mm -hmm. um, you know, which is supposed to sort of create all sorts of rigidity at the point of impact and yet flex during the swing to create more club head speed. Um, listen, marketing is wonderful, isn't it? When you listen to marketing and to see what it does, it, you know, interesting watching some of the reviews from the, uh, the regular posters of, of product reviews, you know, all suggesting that it's maybe not all that. Mm -hmm. um, but interestingly then Adam Scott puts it in play. Yeah. So, you know, clearly it has to be beneficial if somebody of Adam Scott's quality of golfer, um, you know, we know who he is, we know he's a major champion, he's probably an underachiever in terms of the, you know, the tournaments that he should have won, um, or we felt his career should have led down the path of. Ultimately, you know, he's going to put that shaft in there. So, you know, Shaft technology, I think, is something now you know that we're about to embark upon a, um, a shaft testing program here in the studio, which means it's all down to putting, um, you know, with RoboPup, um, you know, and, you know, we're at final stages of developing the prototype that will do the testing. Um, and then, crucially, we were able to deliver the club on a consistent level. So, so that's where we're at with with that, and um, you know, over the next month or so, that is going to consume an awful lot of my time, which is one of the reasons why you know we sort of have a sort of a, a mini break going forward from here. But uh, yeah, looking forward for me, looking forward particularly, um, you know, to being able to to look towards that golf season, and then it, it's almost like see where we are at the moment. I feel like we're back where we were. 30 years ago, as I said to you this morning, it's 40 plus years that I've been playing golf and, you know, it's nearly 45 years and I, this is the first time I actually feel like we're starting the season in where, where it should yep. be. That's partly because we used to have bad or, or not so good win winters and it's still winter so it's mm -hmm. never great. But, you know, um, much wetter, more snow, more ice, golf courses frozen, closed, tempered greens that, you know, golf balls just about like they were pitching on runways, mm -hmm. you know, all of that sort of stuff. That doesn't happen these days as much. And, you know, we would be shut out of golf because of the weather, but that would typically happen. We, we would, we'd have a winter league that used to finish in June, if you remember those mm -hmm. days. Um, partly because the golf course was closed so often. But, you know, when we, we are now gonna get started at the end of March, yeah. you know, beginning of April and the golf season's there because it's Masters the following weekend. So, you know, I think we've got a great opportunity to, um, you know, to sort of look at this year as a traditional year, as we knew it when I was a kid, junior playing golf, um, before you were born. Mm -hmm. um, and, and subsequently, uh, I know the age difference doesn't look anything like that, but, it's, <laughs> but ultimately, you know, it's going to be a 
could be one of those strange years. I, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to getting back on the golf course like everybody, but ultimately, I think we are yeah. still, you know, when are they going to start the tournament and when can golf pros get out on the golf course? Because I think the courses are going to be round full. Um, comment below if you have any different thoughts on that, but, um, you know, yeah, certainly I think we're going to see uh, a, a very fast start. I'm anticipating being busy yeah. going into uh, the early part of April. And again, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to open the doors and get into the studio quickly to be able to uh, facilitate the demand for the coaching that, you know, is going to be there. Because if you've not held the putter in the last three months, you're going to have forgotten an awful lot. Unless, of course, you've been following the live platforms and what we've been doing on Insta. Just so that you know, Mrs. G will be back in the air right, over the next few weeks and we'll be still continuing to do the Instagram uh, lives uh, because they're hugely successful. Get your questions in so that I'm preempted, but be there, ready for me um, on each Friday at four, and we will have um, you know a bit of fun before we actually get back out onto the golf course. So that, uh, in essence, for me, is where we are. There's no tour talk because actually they haven't even started the tournament yet. There's nothing in Europe um, because it's WGC yeah. and WGC is in Florida. They're just about to tee off, so we don't even know what the first round's looking like yet because it's Thursday as we're recording. Um, you know, we're doing this because, well, Gareth's going to be busy on Monday with his inductions and, and the like, um, and, you know, he's also going to be looking after the posts going in so that you still get the regular uh, posts uh, as you've always known them in the transition period whilst we then go into what will be the new programme. So. Uh, thank you for being a tremendous audience. Gareth, thank you for being a tremendous agent for me because you've connected me with an awful lot of people that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do so uh, without your help. So you are very much appreciated. Thank you. Um, and I do wish you all the very, very best uh, going forward into your new venture. And, um, you know, as much as we are reasonably close, um, Thank you. It'd be a goodbye from me and a goodbye from him. Uh, for now, and who knows what it will look like in a month or so's time. Stay well, stay safe. We'll catch up with you in due course. And I'll let you know how the putting test goes with approximately 10,000 balls rolled uh, across the putting greens here. Might be looking for new putting uh, carpets <laughs> and um, might have worn a few golf balls out. Thankfully, Bridgestone been a Trojan and they've dropped us plenty of golf balls to keep going with so uh, you look after yourselves and we'll catch up real soon.